0: Man
1: in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Kane. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 955 and AM 750. WSB. WSB.
0: you have any belief that you stand a chance to win this nomination let alone the presidency most of the
1: people that are in elective office in Washington DC have held public office before how's that working for you Herman Kane, solutions for a better America this is your host Herman Kane. thank you for joining us because you know we're gonna tell you the truth give you the facts and set the record straight because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello Jamie. Hey Herman, how you doing, buddy? Terrific. I understand that you signed an affidavit that said you disavow being friends with Herman Kane and <laughs> nope. you got your credentials.
0: Didn't have to do anything like that. Oh, I'm didn't? not sure I'm not sure what happened. All my friends had gotten their uh, emails last week and After making some phone calls and playing nice on the phone, they finally told me I would be welcome at the Reagan Library. So we'll be out there for that tomorrow. You know, it should be really interesting when you think about it. I mean,. Uh, Donald Trump had that big rally last night in Dallas. He's going to have another big rally in L.A. tonight. He's going to be on the Battleship Iowa, which is a a museum now piece in southern L.A. And San Pedro, I think, is where it's docked. So he's going to do a big event about the military and veterans there. And, you know, look, uh, he obviously has the momentum at this point in time still. From where he was uh, five weeks ago, as we went into the first GOP debate in Cleveland, the difference this time is that the number two uh, guy, in, instead of being Scott Walker and Jeb Bush, it's Ben Carson who has come up in the polls. And we had more evidence of, in new polling that was out yesterday and today right. of exactly that. Now, I guess Herman, you know, I can sort of I can say this, and I can ask you too, you know, how much do you, if you're not Carson or Trump, how much do you want to go after Trump, you know? Do you really want to make that the centerpiece of this debate? Carly Fiorina, for example, was asked the other day, well, you know, what are you going to do in the debate? And she said, well, look, I I want to introduce myself. And that's, you know, that's an important thing for a lot of these people. This is a chance to be on national TV and radio and to say who you are and what you're for. Do you want that opportunity to be, this is who I am, this is what I believe, or do you want that opportunity to be, you're a jerk? I put in my commentary from
1: yesterday that I encourage people to go read, and I answer that very question: Go bold and be clear. Don't attack Trump. Yeah. Then you're just bringing more attention to him. And yeah, that's the thing. And, 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 yeah, and, and, and getting back to your point, you're not introducing yourself, attacking another candidate. Yeah. That first of all, it doesn't work. Secondly, they are not. They don't know what you stand for. So, like you said, she wants to introduce herself, so she would do well along with the others. Now, in the first debate. I'm anticipating that there's going to be a lot of attack Trump statements because they are
0: trying to get attention, and that's what they're trying to do. I would think so. Now, last time you remember, Fiorina was at the, the pre-debate debate, Yes. and a part of the attention she got was she did go after Trump. And she did question uh, the the basis of his views, and she basically called him out as a fake conservative, which we've heard a number of times. In fact, there's a new ad campaign, Herman, that's been released today by the uh, conservative group Club for Growth. Right. They think that Trump is basically a liberal, and so they're going to drop a $1 million ad buy on him just in the state of Iowa against him in attack ads. Let me see if I can roll the beginning of one of these ads here. Which presidential candidate supports higher taxes, national health care, and the Wall Street bailout? It's Donald Trump. And at the beginning of that yeah. ad, Herman, what was shown on the screen were photos of Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders when the narrator was saying who supports all these things, and then it faded to a photo of Trump. Right. So two 30-second ads, one of them focused on his uh, ideas about taxes, about health care, the other on the Kelo decision involving uh, eminent domain and private property that can be seized by the government that a lot of Republicans don't like, but Trump does. And so you know here's one thing we haven't really gotten into this part of the campaign yet and that is attack ads you know Trump has been very good about being able to control the 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 media around him you know what I mean Herman he he can go after people he can jab he can do interviews but you know attack ads are sort of a different animal and so far we haven't seen any evidence that Trump is ready to run ads or go after people in response I'm going to be interested to see how attack ads sort of get involved in this, because so far everything else that everybody has tried against Trump hasn't worked. Uh, You know, he's he's been able to do things differently, and the usual rules don't apply. Now, in this case, I would argue, big buys of attack ads can hurt you, but maybe Donald Trump is just different. Maybe they won't.
1: As we see, the dynamics of a presidential race are very different this time compared to how they normally are. Yep. And we I agree with you. We don't know uh the impact of attack ads and what they're gonna be like. Now here's the thing that disappoints me. The Club for Growth I've heard of. I don't know any of its members, you know, specifically. Uh I know Stephen Moore used to run that organization, but I don't want to affiliate his name with this type of thing because he probably wouldn't have recommended to do attack ads. Do something constructive rather than something to say we want to bring down Trump. I mean, come on, give me a break. The American people are going to figure some of this stuff out. I find it counterproductive for conservatives. I find it counterproductive for Republicans to put a million-dollar campaign out against one of the people that's running simply because they don't like Trump and his style.
0: Well, and I wrote a blog today about it, and it was it's always interesting to watch the response from readers and listeners, because just by running down a few things, and look, this is the truth. It's not meant as an attack on Trump. He obviously does not follow the Republican orthodoxy on a number of issues. It's, it's not meant as an attack. That's just the plain truth that's yeah. out there. He's, no, I agree. He's been able to do something that I don't think any other Republican could do in terms of some of his views on taxes, on abortion, and on other issues. That's, he has put together a different kind of campaign. But I think there are some within the Republican Party that look at this and say, well, wait a second. Um, You know, this guy doesn't believe in X, Y and Z and Republicans should not be supporting him. So I I understand, you know, you don't want to violate the Reagan commandment on attacking each other. But it doesn't really shock me that there are people within the GOP who think, you know what, they've got to go out and slow Trump's momentum right now.
1: I think the candidates that are Polling the least, and the polls are going to go after him the most because they are trying to get attention. Could so be. Could it'll be. be interesting. I will be sitting there, Jamie, watching and listening very close, so we can compare notes. Roger on, uh, on uh, Thursday morning. What do you have in terms of um, it, the the whole Iran thing?
0: Yeah, we're going to have another vote in the Senate this evening. It's not going to get as much attention or, you know, and there's really no suspense or anything like that. But Senator McConnell, the Republican leader, is going to force Democrats to go on the record again this evening on the issue of trying to get to a final vote on disapproving the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, We're told that, uh, you know, no votes are going to change, so there won't be 60 votes on the Republican side. Now, it's interesting because the vote, Herman, is not happening until 6 p.m. this evening, and... There's four senators, you know, Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz and Rand Paul, who need to be on the other coast for something happening tomorrow. And uh, none of them are using private jets, as far as I know right now. So you're still flying commercial. So uh, there, from what I can tell, at, at least I know that Rubio will be here tonight. I would assume that all of them or maybe most of them will be here before they go out to California. But in the grand scheme of things, nothing's going to change. That congressional effort against the Iran nuclear deal by Republicans uh, is going to come up short again right yep i,
1: I hear you now I, I know that they keep they're going to take the official vote to make it official and all of that but then when, when you when you hear about iran all of a sudden discovering that they've got some more uranium reserves that they didn't know that they had you know i just don't understand jamie how is it that the administration uh just looks past all of this? Is it because they figure that the public is going to look past all of this stuff, too?
0: I think they just have a strong belief, and it's sort of uh, based in why Barack Obama ran the first time around in using diplomacy rather than the threat of military action. And, you know, there's a great divide between the two parties on how best to project strength and the the best way to do it. And, you know, I, I do think, Herman, that you have a fair point, that if there are situations and news stories that arise in whether it's the days, weeks, months, years that are still to come. Uh, Much like we used to go through all this stuff with inspections and Saddam in Iraq. I think we'll probably be going through the same thing with Iran. Questions about whether or not before the UN, are they really following this deal? Are they trying to get around it? We'll see stories about that. So this is one of those things that I don't think is going to quote unquote end. But at this point in time, the deal certainly seems like it will be implemented.
1: I saw Hillary Clinton do an interview where she said that, yes, she thought about Bill as a running mate, but it would violate the Constitution. Is that your understanding, in that if something were to happen to her, if she became president, that Bill would move up, but the Constitution said you can only serve two terms?
0: You know, it has not been uh, firmly established in a court of law. There are some who believe that you could, even after serving two terms, be elected as a vice president. Uh, There are others who argue that that can't happen because you are constitutionally prohibited from becoming president again. Uh, I don't know. My literal view would be they didn't say you couldn't be vice president, so you could. Right. Uh, But like I said, legal scholars come down on either side of this. I don't think that Hillary Clinton had ever thought seriously about the idea of Bill Clinton being her running mate. I would tend to agree with you. But it would be a lot of fun. I'd have to say the the thought of Bill Clinton as the first spouse would be a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) Now, to me, it would be a slap in the face of these strong women liberals out there you need your husband to be <laughs> yeah. your vice president yeah you know Come i can see th- i can see that line country? too yes <laughs> Who, who's running the country well like you said everybody is on debate watch now you indicated yesterday
0: cnn is definitely
1: going to do this for three hours
0: yeah okay wow they've got a lot on the line here remember i mean think about this Think about all the controversy that occurred with Fox News in the first debate, Okay, Yeah. Uh, I mean, we talked about it up here, me and my colleagues, that if that first debate had been CNN, you know, the questions for Trump, the questions for anybody, I think there would have been huge—well, there were cries of media bias, you know, even people who would— you know, theoretically be more, quote unquote, aligned with Fox, which, you know, has aligned itself more on the conservative side of things. Their anchors uh, took a lot of flack, Megyn Kelly, Bret Baier, and more about how they asked the question. So I think that one of the things to remember about this debate is I bet we see more of a pushback from any Republican candidate who might not like the question and that the issue of, quote unquote, liberal media bias will play a lot a lot more prominently in the aftermath of this debate than the first one. I, I could I could really see a candidate if you don't like the question going back right at the CNN anchors and whoever's going to be leading most of the questions. I think Jay Tapper is for the most part, and it's a tricky thing for CNN to have to deal with in this. Well,
1: they could take a page out of the Newt Gingrich pushback. Remember yep. that one from South it Carolina. Worked. Oh man, it was just Smash Mouth. Now, how did Hugh Hewitt get in the mix of this?
0: Because it's uh, it's partially sponsored by S- uh, CNN and partially by Salem Radio, Got which it. Hugh Hewitt is on. Steve, so that's Steve. why. Got it. That's why uh, you know only the Salem radio stations are able to carry it live, while CNN will have the TV rights. So that was part of it. Gotcha. you covered.
1: Well, travel safe. Uh, you when are you leaving today or tomorrow?
0: Uh, later on today. Later so we'll today. talk to you from the Reagan Library tomorrow if everything goes okay, Herman. Travel safe, man. See you, buddy. You're listening to the
1: Herman Kane Show. The, the experience and results you trust. trust. Herman Kane. He
0: just has a good message and a good conservative point of view.
1: Solutions for a better America. I bet you they wouldn't let me ask a minute questions, Shane B. Be. Probably because you're not on Salem. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early,